0: Good morning, Bill. How are you? I'm doing great. Yeah, nice early morning here in Los Angeles. Ah, uh, that's nice. I'm, I'm in Salt Lake City, Utah, and uh, it's, uh, it's a beautiful morning here as well. Um, I've got so much to talk to you about, but let's start with, uh, with of course, the new show on Disney Plus. It's A Dog's Life. Tell me a little bit about that. You're, you're exploring the world of service dogs and service animals? Yeah, uh, dogs that have amazing
1: jobs. I mean, everyone knows about police dogs or, uh, you know, uh, dogs that uh, help rescue people. And those are great jobs for dogs. But there's so many more. There are dogs that find whale poop to help researchers find out about killer whales. Uh, There are dogs that find disease in beehives using their sense of smell. Dogs at the airport to find if you accidentally bring in an apple or an orange that might be infected with something these dogs can sniff it out. Their sense of smell is absolutely amazing. There's a lot of funny stories, too. Uh, a mayor of a town in Kentucky is a dog, and I asked why, and they said, well, he's better than the last guy we had, so you never know what a dog can do. They have
0: amazing job. I think in this climate, maybe I might vote for some animals. Uh, <laughs> it couldn't be any worse. Um, yeah, you know, is there something in the series that surprised you more than other things? Um, I was
1: amazed by the fact that dogs are like people in that they are individuals. You don't you think, oh, a border collie, he herds sheep, but it's that individual border collie, Sam the border collie, or whatever. their personalities just like people are. and the match that they have between their owner, handler, coworker, And the dog is as symbiotic as it is finding a family member, getting a wife, or something like that. And they are really personalities; they are individuals. And uh, that was probably the biggest uh, amazement that I I found. Also, the unconditional dogs that love have that that, the dogs have for us—they love us, they want to help us, they want to please us, and the enthusiasm that the dogs did out on the road. Uh, that they showed uh, for their jobs is, is just amazing. They love doing this.
0: Now you've had such a tremendous career doing something that other people envy. I mean, being the voice of of a lot of different characters. Um, is that something you just did as a kid, or did you develop that skill? <clears throat>
1: Yeah, I uh, well, a uh, little bit of both. I was one of those kids that loved television and loved cartoons, and I was always going around doing the impressions and trying to do the voices of uh, Bugs Bunny. Oh, brother, ain't I a stinker? I'm Froghorn Leghorn, or Gorge Goofy, or gosh, oh boy, Mickey Mouse. And I just had that facility to do that. My friends put me up to driving through places like Burger King and McDonald's and ordering in weird voices. They'd say order in some weird voice, you know, I'd like a Whopper with cheese and Arnold the pig would like a Coke and they'd look and it was kind of a fun thing and it turned into a career in radio for a number of years, stand-up comedy for five years, which kind of got me ready for the big time in Los Angeles and uh, got very lucky with a very special audition back in 1986.
0: It's such an interesting world because, you know, Disney is one of those companies that's always magical. And, and they do, you know, protect those voices and they protect those uh, those characters a lot. So you can't, you I mean, you really just can't go off and, and, and do Goofy's voices, you know, w- without the permission of Disney.
1: Well, I, I certainly do. And, and they've never minded when I do it for a friend's birthday or something like that. To, to help out uh they've been really great with that but I treat the character with the respect that it it deserves I I really try and do that at all times and because uh, they're important characters they're important to people and and I realize that
0: in in your life though doing this ha- have you run across the great animators of our time like Chuck Jones Ward Kimball uh yeah uh, were they part part of your life
1: The animators generally aren't. I've met them over at the studios uh, many times through the years and most of them. But uh, it's almost a lonely life as a voice actor. In the beginning, we would do ensemble at Disney, where we'd all be in the room at the same time doing the script like a radio play. But now it's generally a solo effort where I'm uh, uh, in the studio by myself with a director and we just have a script because we're not watching anything yet. We do the voices first and I do the lines and go home and that's kind of it whereas an executive producer and star on it's a dog's life I'm there for the whole shooting match from the beginning the inception of the show to its delivery and on air uh I've been a big part of that and that's kind of like a uh crash course in television production and it's been so it's been a blast it really is
0: you know, everything to me is a learning experience i, I mean i I, I think you already know that my aunt was June Foray. Yes, I
1: heard that. I knew June. I got to do a Bullwinkle with her down at Comic-Con once, and that was one of the highlights of my career. I got to do Bullwinkle the Moose,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hokey Smoke. Uh, but I used to go with her to uh, to do recordings and voiceovers for Jay Ward and, and those people, oh. and uh, what... What a wonderful education that was growing up and understanding the love that uh, you guys have for the art of animation.
1: Oh, they're the real stars in my mind. Uh, I took classes from Dawes Butler when I came out to Hollywood, and he was the one that really taught me and all of his other students that it's all about the acting. It's not as much about the voice. That follows the acting. In other words, it's more... Uh, Not voice acting, it's voice acting. The acting is the most important
0: part. Yeah, Dawes was an amazing guy. He used to walk around with this kind of over-the-shoulder over the, over the shoulder, uh, puppet show that he would do with all of his voices. He was a great, great performer. He was, he was amazing. Uh, of course, we have the new uh, generation. Josh Harnell is a good friend, and uh, he's just incredible, uh, just an incredible voice actor.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. There are so many uh, amazing talents out there that people really don't know because they don't see on a regular basis, but their talent is there. Frank Welker and, uh, uh, you know, there's so many. Uh, Brett Iwan who does Mickey and Tony and Selma who does Donald. All of them are, are great actors as well as uh, <laughs> great people.
0: Well, it is such a pleasure and an honor to meet you. You're carrying a great torch uh you know for us uh, the voice of goofy is so iconic as we uh, as we leave can you uh, can you say goodbye as goofy for me
1: Sure yeah I get I guess I can yeah let's see there he is gorge well goodbye everybody it's been fun talking to you All right Pluto Bill it's a pleasure thank you so much my pleasure thanks for having me today.